How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. We're in February already. February is here. That means the Super Bowl is oh so close. It is oh so close. And speaking of that Super Bowl, yes. we are we are ready to have Guru Griff back on the show next or this Friday. This Friday. Yeah, our next episode. Yep. And uh we are ready to do that hundred dollar giveaway that we were talking about a little bit. Yep. And you know, we're 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 gonna we'll tease a little bit on this episode, but Next episode is going to be the real deal where we, where we give away that word. Basically, if you didn't hear on the last episode, we're going to be doing a $100 giveaway for the Super Bowl. A little $100 Visa gift card. Yeah, we're going to do... Uh, to basic, one lucky listener. Basically, what's going to happen is you got to listen to enter. So next episode on Friday with Guru Griff, we're going to put a, a... Basically, in the middle of our episode, after our break that we usually take in the middle, we'll say a word, and uh, Griff will help us with that word, and... Basically, that that word you'll have to either DM us on our, our Instagram or our Twitter and follow us there and DM that, us that word and you're automatically entered to win that $100. That will be ran on Super Bowl Sunday and either at halftime or after the game will be announced who the winner is for the $100. I like it. And more, uh, uh, there'll, be, there'll be posts on our, our social media platforms and then finally the word announced on Friday. Awesome. But for this episode, we got two things to focus on. Matthew Stafford has been traded. I've been waiting about three days for this because this happened. It sucks when news happens like at the beginning of the weekend because we don't come out with an episode till Tuesday. So it's happened dying. right at the beginning. And You've I've been, been dying to talk about Dying it. to talk about this. Uh, the Stafford and the Goff uh, switch for the Lions and the Rams. Also, we need to break down uh, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s uh, mock draft 1.0 for this year. I, I know it's early, but but it's never too early to talk about the draft. No, the season hasn't even ended, but it's uh, never too. Especially early. when you look at the names on this top ten, and you just get excited about the talent that's coming into the NFL yeah. next year. And it's it, it's a talented draft. I mean, this is yep. two years in a row where we're getting some quality some, players, some quality guys. How will Dallas screw round? this up? Eh, we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> but we got a lot of stuff to discuss. Let's run it. Let's begin today's episode with the news from the weekend, the beginning of the dominoes for this, what is supposed to be a pretty much insane... It is going to be an insane, insane. offseason for the NFL. Quarter, we talked about it at the end of the, le- the year. Quarterbacks are going to be playing for so many different teams this year, it's going to make your head spin. So, yeah, we, we knew, you know, we kind of knew that going in, that this is going to be a year where, te- you know, quarterbacks are different next year. But I was watching uh, Get Up this morning, and and Adam Schefter was on, and basically, and he said that possible, it is possible that up to eighteen teams have a different starting quarterback from this past season. Eighteen, eighteen. That it is possible that eighteen different teams have a starting. Okay, I didn't come up with that number. That that was his. If, I was thinking that was like, his. If every you know, team I was thinking like is, ten to twelve, eighteen. Eighteen could possibly. Have a different quarterback, but that would be wild. The first, uh, the first big trade of, the, of this offseason before the Super Bowl even has started. Yes, for this season. Yep. But this is for next season. 
Uh, Matthew Stafford traded to the LA Rams for Jared Goff, two firsts, which is going to be in 2022, next year's draft, and the year after that, another first. So that's two firsts and also a third in this year's draft. They also get Goff, and, and the Rams get off, off Goff's contract, and they upgrade at quarterback with Matthew Stafford. Now, the big, you know, every trade that com- that comes and goes, the, the immediate question is who won the trade. Yep. So we got to first discuss that, and I've actually, like, I usually hand it off to you, but I, I've been waiting so long to talk about this. I got to go first on this one. All right. The, the, the mic is yours, my little so man. So at, at this moment, when you talk about this trade, the winner at this moment, at this exact moment in time, the nope. Detroit Lions won this trade at okay. this moment in time. But the, the outlier in this trade is time itself. Time is what determines who wins this trade in the in the in the end because it's very it is very simple when you look at it. If the LA Rams they have about two years, maybe three, but two years to go win a Super Bowl with the current construction of their team, right? With the Speaking amount of, of money that they have put into their biggest players, right? The team, you know, one reason that they that they really did this and and they pushed so hard and gave up so much was because look at their team really quick just to break it down mm-hmm. corners they're stellar mm-hmm. safeties they got good ones mm-hmm. linebackers top notch defensive line the best defensive player in, in all of football yeah wide receivers great wide receiver core a young running back and an offensive line that is getting older but still great what's their one hole well, a- in their I, opinion i'm guessing it's golf it was it was quarterback their yeah. one hole on their team and they basically said that the players we draft this year or next year, we don't need them necessarily right now. We 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 needed a quarterback. It was our only hole. That's why we made this trade. So so what that does is now leaves them paper thin. If they ever are to get an injury to players on either defense to Ramsey or Johnson or Donald or sure. a wide receiver like Cup, like they're thin. They they have no cap. They have no draft capital. They're thin. So this is all out this is basically what the saints have done for the last five years and now they're screwed for it this year and their super bowl window is pretty much over what they've done for five years now the rams are doing now but back to winner uh the winner of this trade if matthew stafford goes on to win a super bowl with the rams in the next two years they win this trade that is as simple as it gets okay that's the most stupid thing i've ever heard yes of course but uh, but i'm saying is is you know, all the Lions fans, you got to love the Lions fans w- when this trade happens that, you know, for the last, how many, how many years, like ten, the last 10 or 12 years since he's been on the Lions, yep. I, you know, the Lions fans always love to say most underrated quarterback of all time. Right. Best quarterback who's never won a playoff game. Never, right. <laughs> and then when he gets traded, oh, we won this trade. We won this trade. You know, I, I mean, I, I understand, but it's just kind of funny that, you know. Look, I, there, there's some. What it is? There, there's so many factors. We we could talk about this from a million different angles. Right, but the but right now they won this trade. If if Staff if Stafford goes and wins the Super Bowl, the the trade becomes, you know, the Lions like they, not only they are already a clowned on franchise, they now get they're banished from the league because <laughs> if he goes and wins the Super Bowl there, like like it's just it'll honestly be. Like, why is that organization so bad that he couldn't even win a playoff game? Yeah, I get it. Now, also, one last thing. I believe that that Stafford still has to prove to all of us. Because, yeah, is he underrated? Sure. Are they improving from Goff? Yeah, I think they're improving. Are they getting a a player that's going to make them automatically, automatically a Super Bowl favorite? No, they're not. I, I don't think that... 
No. I, I don't think that it's it's like written in stone that now you put him on a team with, with a good defense and a, a, a pretty good offense. He already had a pretty good offense, but you're not a, a offense like he had, but just stepping up the defense to either top three or, or the best in the league, that it's now written in stone that he's going to succeed. The dude still hasn't won a playoff game. He hasn't played in any big games. He hasn't, or he hasn't, have, he hasn't won a big game in a but big they haven't, moment. But they haven't been relevant since Calvin Johnson retired. Right. Right. So you can talk about all these things. Galladay couldn't stay on the field healthy. He didn't have any wide receivers to throw to. Right. And then Stafford started not getting healthy and Stafford's getting up in age. Right. I mean, he's not a spring chicken. Well, you know, the thing with Stafford is, yeah, the injuries are are, have been there, but he actually he missed eight games last year. And before that, he he played about. Set, you know all the games seven Agreed. seasons straight. Like he's yeah. played through he's a, all. His he's injuries. been an Iron he Man. He hasn't missed a game. But but thirty. What? How old is he now? Thirty five. Thirty three. I believe. Thirty four. Next, next right? week. Like it's going to start going into the era of time where things start you know falling apart and breaking down. Yeah. How many years does Matthew Stafford have left to play at top level? He has three he has, or four. Right. Three years. I think okay. Max left. Right. How and many does Goff? Why, how many does Goff have left? He has his whole a career. decade. But, but plus. But the problem with this trade is is the I believe that the Rams are upgrading, but they're not upgrading enough, in my opinion. Three years ago, they were talking about Goff as the greatest quarterback in the <laughs> land because he was in the Super Bowl. That, but they that's telling my, me it's all Goff's problem? That's my argument. In winners and losers, the, the Lions won the trade now because they get a you get two first-round picks and a rebuild. They get a quarterback that has proven he can win big games. Yes. He's gone to a Super Bowl. One thing Matthew Stafford can never do, he couldn't win a playoff game. Right. This guy won, has won two. He's gone to a Super Bowl. And if he just threw one or two more passes or the you know the offense could score a touchdown, he would have a ring. Correct. And this whole situation wouldn't even have happened. Correct. So I believe that the Rams upgraded their quarterback, yes. Matthew Stafford is better than Jared Goff. Okay, I'll but give I, you that. But I don't but believe the, that they that they upgraded so much to say you know put it in stone that Stafford is going to succeed and they are uh, do, Super Bowl. Do pick. the Rams really don't believe in the first round draft pick? No, they're not. They, I mean, eight they, years it's going to be until eight they select in the freaking years. Yeah, and their last pick was was Goff. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's just unbelievable what they've done. Now again, granted, they don't have a lot of holes from a starting perspective. Mm-hmm. But do you know what that uh, the Rams had three other offers? Yeah. You know, they, Denver the, offered Denver offered them the, the number. The Lions had three other. Offers. Sorry, the Lions had three other. Offers. The Lions offered or the uh, the Broncos offered the ninth overall, a third rounder, and Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Not an interesting trade yeah. right there, right? The Carolina Panthers offered the number eight overall and a later pick that must have been laughed at. Yeah. And the Washington Football Team offered the number nineteen overall and a third rounder. Yeah. And the that, only the only one that came close was probably Denver. Yeah. But. Goff is much better than Locke, and that's why they took that deal. And they and got they two first-rounders. Yeah, and they didn't – well, the, that that also was something we haven't really seen. The reason the two first-rounders you know, first rounders came into play was it was an NBA-style trade where get off, take my first-round – a future first-round pick if you take this contract that we think is very bad yeah. because, you know, overpaying a quarterback. Now, I think Goff's contract in about three years when it's up we'll or two nothing. years, it's going to be nothing. Correct. I don't think it's that $30 bad $30 million? Here, here's the only thing, and I'll, I'll just repeat it again. I think that the Rams upgrade at quarterback, but they don't upgrade to the point where they're getting a significant better player that they are are significant Super Bowl favorites. Because it, it, I believe it, in that system, that was a system that Goff thrived in. He played very good there. It, Play it was, action. He, you know, Play to action. start this year, the first eight games, he you know 
first eight or, or nine games, he you know he went on to beat Tom Brady on Monday night. And this we were talking about the Rams being possibly the number one seed. Jared Goff was playing his butt off, and then he basically, played great against he hit the Cowboys. A wall. He, had, he had a wall. He, <laughs> but he also hit a wall when his entire running game disappeared. Yeah, but he but that he had a wall. The team had a wall. Then he went on, you know, to win a playoff game when he had a broken thumb. Yep. Like I like I think the that this trade is being overseen that that they upgraded at quarterback immensely. Like there are so many people out there that think Goff is this like is is bad and he's you know I don't. he's not a great you know quarterback and that was was holding them back. That's right. not what he wasn't holding them back. No. In- injuries were hold. Look. They lost their left tackle, Whitworth, for yeah. most of the second half of the year. Cam Akers went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl Henderson went down. Cooper Cup went down. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to look around and be like, you know, hey, there were issues. But I think, honestly, the Lions are getting a, a, a quarterback that they really wanted. They also hired their GM as the Rams uh, personnel coordinator in in, uh, in L.A. They, they wanted Goff. They got a quarterback for the future. They don't need to go and draft one now. I don't right. see a reason why you would. You have so many other holes. You just oh, fix quarterback. Totally. Yeah. I don't no. understand Goff will why be the, you would. Goff we'll will be the starting quarterback. We'll talk about the mock draft in, in just a the, second. Wait. The, Goff will be the starting quarterback for the Lions. Yeah. Uh, will Stafford beat out Wolford? I <laughs> I would think he would. But but this is I, – I, I'm really interested to see this because talk about pressure for not only the Rams but Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford – Again, is the guy is the the most underrated according to the Lions fans and the and NFL guys is the most underrated quarterback pretty much ever. He now has think, to show up. I think he is underrated. I think that this is his chance to prove that I am a good quarterback. I was in a pretty bad situation, but the 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 thing I heard it on 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 either first take or get up. Ryan Clark was talking about war and war is wins above replacement. Mm-hmm. When you look at 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 the stats in Detroit, and this probably it's just because of how bad the football team was, but Stafford, when he was in, they sucked. When he was out, they sucked. And that is not really what you want to see from a so-called star quarterback. Correct. Now, he needs to go, and he has so much pressure on him because if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter if they get to the NFC Championship back-to-back years. If, if, they've, they've done that with Goff. If Stafford doesn't even get to the playoffs with the Rams or doesn't no. win a game in the playoffs, yeah. You could throw away the Hall of Fame, right? But they, conversation. but they, look, they're gonna make the playoffs. They have a good enough team. They're gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna be, can you win games? Let's say he does win a playoff game. That's fantastic. Like, they, they, that's great, right. and that's that's he's, all cool. He needs to win a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl is it because Goff made the Super Bowl. But don't Goff you think, made the NFC but, Championship? But don't you think Stafford is loving life right now? He has a house in Newport Beach. Yeah. Right. He's best friends with Clayton. Uh, uh, Kershaw yeah. on the Dodgers, right? His wife's brothers like best friends with McVeigh. Like this and is they were, like they were all both of them. This is the craziest thing. McVeigh and his wife yeah. and Stafford and his wife were both in Cabo when the trade happened, and they met up at dinner that night. Yeah, when the oh, trade just happened. happened to happen both be yeah. in Cabo that it's night. It's kind of funny. Yeah, but I, I think just to sum it up, when you t- when you talk about wins of the trade, the Lions won the trade right now. They get the draft capital to rebuild. They get a. A really good quarterback, but they win, they win this draft if the Lions don't screw up the draft. They win this trade if the Lions don't okay. screw up the draft. But well, the Lions have a history be, of screwing okay. up the draft. That'll be be for, you know seen in the in a later date. Yeah, but it's it's really going to be interesting to Which see. Which we'll talk about on the mock draft discussion. Yeah, we will. But but it's going to be interesting to see Stafford because I I need I, I'm I'm one that needs to be shown and Stafford. Has the he's shown the plays like he has the the no look passes and he has the arm talent. Yep. 
the wins aren't there. And yep. it's another thing with like Deshaun Watson. The wins aren't there, and he, you know he's this great quarterback, top five quarterback in a lot of people's opinions. Yeah. The the wins aren't there. Obviously, any quarterback that that can be in a better situation, not named Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yep. I need to see wins. I need to see you are the real deal, and that's basically what next season is going to be about for for Stafford. Yeah. I and the Lions. Hey, before we get to the dra- the the mock draft, I I just got to bring this up because it was in the headlines today and it drove me nuts. Yeah. Right. So former Mets, uh, New York Mets, Major League Baseball coach, mm-hmm. and now the pitching coach for the L.A. Angels, uh, Mickey Calloway. <laughs> he's being immediately investigated by the MLB for inappropriate messages and photos to female reporters. Five reporters have come forth saying that, that he's done something lewd and inappropriate. Well, it's something about the Mets gyms. What they're... is wrong with these people? I don't understand people. Okay, we're in an era of technology that everything can be captured. You could find out where it's been sent. People copy, paste, you know, take pictures on their phone. What is wrong with these idiots? I don't know. I don't know. Something's wrong. It's your generation. Well, this guy's old. But your generation texts and does all this stuff. How could this person think that he wouldn't get caught? He's a dummy. (laughs) But but anyway, for, you know, we're going to get to our mock draft in just a second. But with the the Stafford trade, Deshaun Watson is literally going to go for about four to five first round picks. No. Okay. You know, seriously, you're, you're, you're just pissing me off. What? Okay. Get on one side of your Deshaun Watson feelings. Okay? Oh, no. I, I'm not saying I would. I'm saying with this trade, the fact that two firsts and, and they got a, a quarterback in golf. Like, I listened are going to your to... BS all preseason, all during the beginning of the season, that Deshaun Watson was the most overrated person. What he's part not, are you not understanding? He's not that good. Hold on. He's not that good. He's he's going to be exposed when he doesn't have wide receivers, blah, blah, blah. And was now he not? And now you're telling me he's going to go for a ransom and it's worth it? When did I say he was worth it? I said he's going to go for that. I didn't okay. say he was worth it or not. Okay, so when he goes for four first-round draft picks, that's going to be too much? Yeah, I already think three is too much. Because last week you said Deshaun Watson, if he went to Miami or he went to the Jets, would be a good pick for them. I said the Jets would be the only good pick. Why would it be good? If Deshaun Watson sucks, wouldn't any team who picks him up be a bad idea? We, we just we talked about this last week. I know, but I, I still need to figure it if out. If he goes you. to the, the Jets is the only team that... Have, if he goes to the Jets, are you going to tell me that Deshaun Watson will be a great quarterback? No, I, I don't think. But I think the Jets are the only team that, that can make the trade and it be justified. <laughs> but I don't think – I don't believe that he's going to go there and win. Okay, so once again, just so we're clear so we can put this to rest, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is not a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He's a Yes, he is a top ten quarterback. Is he a top not five? A, no, he's not a top five. Okay. I, I have five. There's five quarterbacks I have ahead of him. And then, who are the five? Off the top of your head, Rodgers, Mahomes, Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, Wilson, Brady, and I'm I'm missing one. Okay. I, I mean Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, Wilson, Breeze. Not anymore. No, not Breeze anymore. is not in the league. Okay. I'm I'm missing one person that's in the that See, top. All right, I'm gonna give you till the end of the podcast to come up. I'll with take your you know. I think Dak's probably one or two above him. I have Dak at maybe six or seven. I, I've I've you know I've done the list and I've had Watson, Josh Allen above him. Yeah, right. That that was the last okay. one I'm missing. Okay. Josh Allen. Okay. I'd have you know Josh Allen is around four or five, and then Dak's either six seven. I I have I actually have Kyler at six. I think Kyler is I I still I'm in love with Kyler. I think that. 
I think he's such a dynamic player. Would you put your your other man crush above him? In not yet. The Chargers? No, not yet. Not Herbert yet. But I, I think it literally goes six is Murray, seven is Dak, and and Watson's probably eight. Okay. I just want to I want to make sure that we put this on record so we could talk about it next year when he but, blows But Watson is for another day okay. because he actually needs to get traded for us to talk about him again on the Fair. show. Fair. Fine. But let's take a quick break and we'll talk um, Mock Draft 1.0. Sweet. And discuss that. I'm excited. Let's discuss the Mock Draft 1.0, Mel Kuyper's first Mock Draft. And when it's th- it's early, so... I heard the Cowboys are trading up to the number one pick. I didn't hear that. <laughs> but I think that, that it's... Obviously, it's early, and we haven't even had combine. We haven't even had any discussions with players from teams. So this is obviously early, but let's just break down the first couple of picks and and tell me if if you like the pick for the team. Okay. If you think that it's the right fit, if this person is going too early, too late. Yep. That stuff. Obviously, Lawrence to the Jaguars is almost a lock. That's the first one there. But but then, do you love it? Yeah, I love it. You love it? He's the best quarterback. Are, are I mean, you, he's the best player in the draft. Are, are you absolutely 100% sure that he is going to be a superstar coming out of the gates? I mean, there's there's nothing that tells me no. Really? I mean, he's had a couple I games mean, he's, where, where... He's one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play the game. I get it. I'm just, I just asked what your guy said. No, you feel the, good. There's no reason that I'm going to sit up here and say, well, he's you know he had this game, this... I mean, he was great in college. Okay. There's not. I mean, he's gonna. Listen, be I, I think he should be the. I think he should be the Jags pick too. I think he resembles a lot of what, what Josh Allen, this year Josh Allen like Ooh. resembles his type of play. Can put it on the ground. Can run. He's big. He has a really strong arm. Do you know who? Do you know who Trevor Lawrence reminds me of? Who? I know this is gonna sound crazy. Mm. Joe Flacco. Just because he's so damn tall and lanky and he's yeah. got, you know, the big body and I don't know. And, he could, but, but, and Joe Flacco could run back in the day too. Yeah, but, you know, Allen, like like a modern day comparison with Allen is both strong arm, tall, can run, can can really run, like can run, get out of the pocket and run. Yeah. Has, you know, good accuracy. But I, but I think that is a lock for number one. I don't think that, yeah. that's going to be a question. But number two, Devonta Smith is going to the Jets. So, so this all depends. I think the Jets, they have a big couple months. I really think Deshaun Watson, I honestly think that the Jets are going to get Deshaun Watson. I really do believe that they're going to give the hall for him. They're going to give the second. They're going to give the 18th or whatever. So, so and then another Je- first and so a then, second. So whatever. then the Jets will not be picking second and they will not be getting Devonta right. Smith. So I believe that this is not even relevant because I honestly think that the the Houston Texans will have the number two pick in the draft, and I think that they will probably be selecting Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Well, the question is, obviously, Sam Darnold would be part of that trade. Right. Would he not be the starting quarterback in Houston? Now, that's an, another interesting thing. I, I don't... I don't know. I don't know because Sam Darnold is another one of those guys that's like, oh, put in the right situation. Another one. Gotta love the right situation, people. Yeah. If he's put in the right situation. Now, Going to the, going to the Texans is actually getting put in a worse situation than yeah. than in the Jets. So my my gut feeling, I'd honestly, still go quarterback. My, my gut feeling is that the Jets are actually going to keep Sam Darnold, and with all of this draft 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 capital and free agent money that they have to use, yeah. they can put a lot of talent around him and see if he really can be the quarterback. Because there are flashes of Sam Darnold that are pretty damn good. 
Yeah. You know? And I, if you put Devontae Smith in that, and you, you add him to the offense, man, I, I don't know how you don't. You know, I, I, I would be picking him up in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. Yeah. But but they have Devonta Smith going here. Let, let's say they don't trade Watson or they don't trade for Watson. They yep. say, Darnold, we signed you for a one-year deal. We're sticking with you or whatever. And they're like, this is probably their best option. Yeah, as, they, as they, a draft pick. Well, they need somebody for him to throw to. I yeah. mean, especially if you know some of the guys who I I told you I like on that team: Brashard Perryman, Jamison Crowder. They're all free agents. Yeah, you know. And then at number three, the Dolphins. They miss out on Devontae Smith in this one. Yeah. They go Jamar Chase, who sat out a year. I love this pick. Don't don't forget Jamar Chase had I love that this huge pick. season last year. He had a he had a Devontae Smith season last year in the Correct. Joe Burrow with Joe Burrow in the national championship run. This guy averages 21 plus yards a carry. He had 20 touchdowns, yeah. you know, that last year. He is a beast of a wide receiver. And if you saw what Justin Jefferson did this year, Jamar Chase was better than Justin Jefferson in college. Right. And and I do I like uh Chase, but I believe that there's there could be a scenario where he did sit out this season. And there was a there's a couple guys go either going the first or the late first or the early second that sat out the season mm-hmm. and there could be a scenario where we see that teams are just kind of cautious no chance because you got farley no the corner from virginia that sat out chase mika parsons they're I, all going to be picking in the top waddle was off to a great start this season he could easily go above chase i nope. could easily see that nope then the falcons have the falcons at four and and like zach wilson mm-hmm. are have been a lock in every single mock draft I've seen. Why Wilson or uh, or, or Fields? Because you, if the Jets like the Jets haven't selected a quarterback, because as of now they probably wouldn't select a quarterback as of what their team stands now. But that could change. Yeah. So the Dolphins aren't taking a quarterback, and the you know the the Falcons are going to have either Wilson or Fields at four if they want. Why Wilson? Well, why Wilson is, is everybody a- in love with Zach Wilson? He's a he's a good he's a very good player. The problem is is this is this is a the reason he's kind of being flip flop with Fields or sometimes he's dropping all the way to the Panthers at like eight or or, or yeah at eight, and sometimes he's going as high as number two to the Jets. Right. The reason is because he is a dynamic player. He's a great player. He he almost reminds me of Johnny Manziel, like not personality wise, but play wise. He's that just that really strong arm makes plays runs all over the field is extremely athletic but he played in the the mountain west is B, or byu or or the yes. Ma- i don't know yeah the mac or right. something or, i don't know or independent but they played their their schedule was against Ma- mountain west teams or right. or mac teams whatever yeah but he, he played is the 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 teams he played against, the talent he played against, was not top notch. No, and he destroyed and he, UCF. Right. He, 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 the stats are off the wall against these these sucky teams. Now, do I think that this matters that he played sucky teams? No, I think that he showed on highlight tapes that he's a very good player. I do he, I do I think he's better than Justin Fields? No, I do not. That, I think that Fields is a that's my point better quarterback and probably is a better pro quarterback than. Especially in the NFL now, Zach Kyler Wilson. Murray and Lamar Jackson and all you know this um, shoot the guy on uh, Philadelphia with Hurts. No, yeah, Jalen Hurts. They're showing he you. Does, he, he sort of reminds me of Jalen Hurts a yeah, little bit, a little not bit. the size, but he he sort of reminds me of Jalen Hurts. So you're dealing with that that type of person or that type of 
you know, new age quarterback that's yeah. working in the NFL. And Justin Fields has played against a lot better talent playing in the SEC and in the Big Ten than Zach Wilson has ever seen in his life. Yeah. I just don't see... And then Justin Fields goes out and beats Clemson and destroys them. Yeah. Right? I don't understand how in God's creation that you that people are not putting Justin Fields, oh, like literally, 1A yeah. on Lawrence. Yeah, it's, it is interesting to see. To see. But for, for Wilson, he, the, the number one comparison, I, I swear to God, I didn't even, I I didn't know, even I look. I swear I, I haven't looked. I, I really haven't done much on the draft because it's so far away. Yeah. But I just wanted to talk about this because just because we got a, a, a free episode before the Super Bowl. I am looking at it right now. The number one comparison for Zach Wilson is Johnny Manziel without the drugs. I like he is, he is. You look at him. He is Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, and, and the, how, one of the most and, and the greatest how college did football Johnny players. Manziel doing fo- in pro football? Well, I mean, he wasn't. No, he wasn't very good. But it also didn't help that he showed up like drunk to practice every day. I get it, but he also wasn't. You know, like yeah, all right, I get all that. But I'm saying size wise, yeah. And like like Zach Wilson is not a big guy. Yeah, I agree. He's no, he's not. And. And I, I, I said it. I think that... What do they have him at? 6'3", 210? 6'3", 210. He's five inches... taller than I thought. I yeah, yeah I, I thought he was like 6'1". I don't think he's 6'3". And if he's 210, it's 210 with pads on. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, he's just... He looks like you could kill him if you, if, if, if you smacked into him. Yeah. And you know, the thing about Justin Fields is he's much bigger than people think. Yeah. He is 6'3". Yeah. He's, and he's he like 230. 230, yeah. He is a much bigger, stronger, faster player. Yeah. I don't know. I just think I, I think these mock drafts are really underestimated. Yeah, and his number one comparison is is Deshaun Watson and, and, yeah. and Prescott, which I do think Watson is a very good player comparison. I think Watson is very – Dak is I, – I think Dak and Wilson or Dak and Watson are different players. Yes. I don't think they're really the same. I think Justin Fields is more on the, the Deshaun Watson spectrum than Dak. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Dak, or Deshaun Watson is a very good – uh, comparison there. Then the Bengals. The Bengals, every single, once again, every single mock draft, Panay Sewell dropping to number five, and the Bengals take him. Like the Bengals the, literally only need offensive line. They all Their first five rounds should be offensive line. Dude. They've got great weapons, a good running back, and their defense is is not great, but it, it is, it can deal. It, they have a lot of money, spend money in free agency on, their, on defense. Every, all five picks should be on the offensive line, especially, and they start with Panay Sewell, and this guy is ridiculous. Especially. With Burrow coming back from the ACL tear, yeah, they need to keep him upright because he was phenomenal before he I got mean, hurt. I mean, this guy is compared to Anthony Munoz, yeah. uh, guys back in the day, like, uh, like on the who was the guy in the Ravens, the Hall of Famer tackle? Oh, uh, yeah. Why am I blanking? I know exactly. Uh, but but he's compared to every uh, offensive lineman, like Hall of Fame uh, offensive tackles, and and he also sat out this year. Yeah. Due to due to COVID, and again, could we see him drop? No, because I think he's so good. Like he's compared to Jake Long, uh, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas yeah. and and guys like that that were just dominant, like the best ever in well, the offense. Orlando Pace yeah. was another one that uh, Jonathan Ogden was the guy yeah. I was thinking of the Ravens. Yeah. But the, you know, these are the guys he's compared to. The dude is humongous. I, I think he's a lock at the Bengals because I don't think a team, agree. a team above him needs him, and they're not going to pass on him. Yep. Then the Eagles gets a little interesting. They have him taking Waddle, Jalen Waddle out of, out of Alabama. Uh, he he got hurt. You know, he's off to a great a great start to the season. Got hurt, 
and then came back in that uh, in that in that national championship and, and played pretty good. Well, think about but, it this way: Who do they have to replace? I mean, first of all, they need a wide receiver. I mean, that that's for sure. But it is time to replace Deshaun Jackson. And who is the fastest guy coming out of this draft? It is. It is Waddle. It's Waddle. Yeah. If Waddle's healthy. He is the burner that no the speed of he has the speed of Tyreek Hill. I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I think, he does. I think Ruggs was the guy last year that had the Tyreek Hill speed. This guy's fast. I don't think it's Tyreek Hill fast. Uh, I bet he's point one or point oh one. But off. I, I look. I hate the Eagles, and I, I don't want them. I want them to do whatever is worse for them. Sure. Maybe but they could take another quarterback. I believe that. I don't think they should take a wide receiver. I don't see wide receiver as their biggest need. Really? I see that they took Jalen Rager in round one. He was hurt pretty much the entire year. You're going to take back-to-back round one wide receivers. Al- Alshon you- Jeffries is done. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson is done. You got the most out of a, a, a basically a minor league player in, uh, yeah, they had, they in, had in Funkus or whatever, Fulgham. Fulgham, right? You had uh, J.J. Whiteside Arcega, who was nothing. Like, you don't have receivers right. on this team. But I, I'm I'm just saying, in terms of sixth overall pick, you've got a quarterback, whoever you choose. Your offensive line is old and maybe could use one. I don't. There's not someone they're going to pick here. No. Defensive, defensively, I think this is a great opportunity to take... To take Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons, they have him going nine, and we'll talk in a second, to, to Denver. Yeah. I think Par- they need a guy that can play middle linebacker, that can be the captain of the defense. I think it's a bigger need than wide receiver I don't in think the it's first a, round. I, don't I think, think they, can tra- they can take a wide receiver in the second, then trade up in later in the second and take yeah. another one. Like, get two young guys if they want to. I don't, I don't think they need – is Waddle a great player? Yes. And will he make that team better in that offense better? Of course. But I think there's bigger needs. And honestly, I don't think that they'll go wide receiver in the first round. Like, like I don't know, obviously, what their, what, what their Do they have to thinking figure out who, is for the draft Don't board. they have to figure out who their quarterback's going to be first? Yeah. Because, I mean, because whoever the quarterback is is going to be also dictating kind of the, the, the type of wide right. receivers you're going to want. It's true. Yeah. Uh, next was De- uh, Detroit. They had him taking Justin Fields. That's, That's obviously not, not going to happen now. But at this point, Fields still on the board. He's now going to drop lower. Yeah. And we'll talk about Carolina in a second. But Detroit now is in a is in a situation where they can do a lot of different things. It's gonna Detroit has a huge off season in terms of of free agents. They have both their wide receivers, Galladay and Marvin Jones, yep. free agents. And they both could one be of gone. them. Yeah, both could be want could be gone. If if not if one of them is not re-signed, I'd be shocked. Like I, I don't unless they want unless Galladay was like I'm out Stafford's not or not here I'm out and and or Jones was like me too I'm out I I I, wa- I can't do this anymore in Detroit which I don't think that Galladay will do I think Jones is gone if I had to make a prediction well, I think and Jones is gone. is gone right I think jo- but I think Jones is gonna go sign a good deal because he had a really good year sign a probably a overpaid deal for an, a team like like the Bears or, or the the, the Jets or the Redskins that needs a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But I believe Galladay is going. He's going to get his money, and and he has shown that he can be a number one wide receiver and stay there. So they're not going to go. I don't think they'll go wide receiver number one. Yeah, this is where Micah Parsons could be a really good Correct. pickup. I think Micah. They're in need. They have no linebackers yes. in Detroit. And I they, think, and if, they have no if pass rush. Parsons does fall, which I believe it could. He could be mm-hmm. if he falls past uh, the Eagles. I think they'll snatch him up because again, he didn't play last year. 
could yeah. fall, and he has fallen in, in mock drafts this early. So I think that they could take Parsons. Another one I think they could take is I I think that they could go maybe corner again maybe in the first round because of how bad Okuda was. Yeah. Maybe if, you know, Sertain. I, I don't know how Sertain's going 12 in this one. Sertain is a beast. I don't know what the, the downfall on this kid is. He was insane at Alabama. He was a shutdown corner. Yeah. If the cow, if he is there at number 10, the Cowboys don't take him, I'll lose my mind. I'm with you. But but I think that Parsons is a really good fit here. At number 8, Carolina, they have him taking Trey Lance. Trey Lance is one that, again, didn't play this year. Plays at North Dakota State. I've never watched him. I've only watched highlights. Right. He is, is what... The, his biggest thing is he is the, he's the next... Cam Newton, but prime is, Cam is Newton. Is Teddy Bridgewater not going to be the starting quarterback? There, I mean, they tried to trade for Stafford. You saw their their trade for no, Stafford. It's crazy. I don't know why it's why their issue was not Teddy Bridgewater. Really Teddy Bridgewater wasn't. was fine. He it had really a pretty was. good year. Their their issue is actually not anyone on their offense. No, and the fact that they're going to get uh, yeah, they'll have McCaffrey back. Yeah, and they had a a just as good running back in Mike Davis last year that played good. Yep. They have really good th- three really good wide receivers. They couldn't stop anybody. Okay. Their defense was awful. They right. couldn't stop anybody. Yeah, they, they had no pass rush. They had no no help at, in they, safety. God, their safeties are terrible. Yeah, and and this is I think I think if they picked a quarterback like let's say Fields dropped there. I would that would make sense. Trey Lance there doesn't make any sense. To me. I really I don't see how that makes sense. Nope. I think you easily Trey Lance is a person you put on the bench for two years under right. somebody who still has a year or two left. I think honestly a good one here is it, you know there's not a lot of top safeties that are going, but it, you know no, but you have but you have Patrick Sertain and right. Caleb Farley. Farley and, and if those and two guys are on the gonna be there. One of them's yes. gonna be there because no one's taking them. In. Also you have. Um, Owusu Koromoa, who's a guy from Notre Dame that has been talked about a lot, and I don't know a lot about him, but I know that he's a very dominant linebacker, outside linebacker kind of dual uh, pass rush threat. But I think defense is the way to go there. I see quarterback is just kind of a waste for yeah. them because yeah. I don't think they're that far away from becoming a, a playoff team in the NFC. I yeah. really don't. Denver, they have taking uh, Parsons at nine. They have Parsons falling. I don't. I don't think he'll be there. I, I really don't either. Don't. I don't either. And, De- I think and that Denver has so many needs, it's out of control. I think you have three teams above them in, in Philly, Detroit, and Carolina that yeah. all two of the two of the three are gonna go defense. Totally. That's what I believe. And he is and, arguably the best defensive player in the draft. And, and someone's and, gotta pick. And him. other than wide receiver, running back, and tight end, mm-hmm. Denver needs some an upgrade Look, everywhere. There is a in this in this scenario that we have built right now. Lance or Fields could possibly, possibly fall to nine. Yes. Like, there is a possibility they Very fall much. to nine. And do the Bron- the Broncos, again, they offered for Stafford, and they mm-hmm. offered up Drew Locke. Yeah, but Denver could also be in a play for so many other quarterbacks that are going to be moving around. Right. I mean, they could they could go after Deshaun Watson, too. They have yep. been rumored to go after him. I don't think they think Locke is the answer. I think if they have to roll one more year with him, they will, just to see if anything improves. But I think that here is is a is a play where you go either like they are in need of a corner. So you know, Sertain, the Cowboys could get screwed here because Sertain or Farley could be gone. And if if two of the three teams above them go corner, Panthers or the Eagles, both of those teams could be gone, and the and the Cowboys are absolutely screwed. If Micah Parsons dropped to the Cowboys, would you take him? If he dropped to the Cowboys, 
The two corners are gone, you're saying? The two corners. Let's say one corner's gone. You have, you have the choice of one of the corners or Micah Parsons. No, I'd go, I'd go the two corners. I'd go Farley or Sertine over. Right now, I'd go over Parsons. I, I think know. I think you got bigger needs than linebacker right now. I, I don't know about that. Sean Lee's retiring. Uh, LVE can't He's, stay healthy. You know, uh, certainly Jalen uh, Smith regressed this year. I'm still a believer in Smith and, and Vander Esch. Right. I don't think that's a biggest, the biggest need. But Broncos definitely could pick Sertain. I don't see how Sertain falls to 12. Yeah. That's just not – I don't see that happening. But the, they, they even have – uh, they even have Farley falling to 16. I don't think that happens either. The craziest one of, of all was mm-hmm. the next one. Yeah, so then the, he had the, then the Giants. Cow- well, then you have the Cowboys uh, at 10, taking Rashawn Slater, the offensive lineman who's the second best offensive line from Northwestern. Never gonna happen. I agree. Never gonna happen. You have you have your Lyle two, Collins yeah, will be back. You have Collins and Tyron Smith back. It, unless and Zach Smith back. is a surprise cut. Yeah. Then maybe I can see this happening. Again, the the Cowboys are a team much like the Panthers, much like the probably the Lions too. If they depending on what happens in free agency, we said yeah. all their seven picks or eight picks or nine picks are all defense. should be defense. All like defense. the Cowboys do not need to just bring back Tyron Smith. He has a couple years left of being a good tackle. Leo Collins is is a future All Pro. You don't need a offense. Your offense was fine with Andy Dalton. You still were in games. You need defense. Yes, I think that that the Cowboys and the Cowboys and Patrick Sertain are meant to be together. Sertain <laughs> needs to be there. The dude's a beast. I don't know what the whole the whole you know the whole you know rat on him is. I, I really don't understand. I watched a lot of Alabama last year, and I, I saw n- n- no one throw to him. And when they throw to him, he did the wide receiver didn't catch the ball. That's what I saw a so, lot of. And so that's could this Pretty be the end of Chuwobi Awuzie? It could be. Okay. And at, at 11, we'll go a couple more here. 11, the Giants have Kyle Pitts. That's pr- that's a good one for I, me. I love Kyle Pitts. I yeah. think he's amazing. But, I mean, are you, are you ready to get rid of Evan Engram? I mean... I mean, he's still under contract for another at least two years. Is he, though? Yeah. Well, yeah, they have yeah they have, they have him. There. He was a first-round draft pick. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's another one where it's like, why... If you have other needs, why? Totally. It's kind of one of those. Like, a lot of these are you have a player at this position. Why would you go this early? It's like good to get depth in the later rounds, but why this early if you have Ingram? And Ingram has shown his ability that he sometimes can't catch the ball. Yeah, that's his problem. And drops a lot of passes. I don't think Pitts is the answer here. But I besides think, Darius Slayton, do they have another wide receiver? I mean, a Sterling Shepard. Yeah, they I, they could go wide receiver here. They have. Uh, they have, you know, Tooney going in the first round as well from Florida. Tony, a, Tony yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's a good wide receiver as well. But the Giants are kind of in a situation where they they got they can pretty much go anywhere. They could go quarterback if they wanted to. I don't think that'll happen, but nah. they could do they have they could do anything right here. They could go they could trade back for a running back and, and take ETN or something yeah. later in the first. I don't yeah. know. They could do a lot of things. And then at, at twelve uh, San Fran takes Sertain. I don't think he'll be there. But either. San Fran does need a corner. San Fran's going to take either Sertain if he falls. I don't think he does. Right. The only te- uh, person I see falling because he didn't play last year and he has a couple technique issues is Caleb Farley, who's a big dude, a big physical corner. Yep. But he 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 has some, some te- uh, technique issues that can make him fall. 
also was sitting out a year. Well, let, let, let's just kind of hold it there for a second. I'm just going to throw out a couple of players, right? Because, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's too early to tell what these teams are really going to La- do. Last one, actually, was Patriots at 15. They haven't taken Mac Jones. I think that is the dumbest <laughs> thing that they can do. Mac Jones is just... They don't need another Tom Brady. Like, he is he is, they, he is the Tom Brady sit, uh, statue, sit-in-the-pocket kind of guy. I don't think that's what they want. I think they want a different type of player that is like Cam Newton when Cam Newton was in his prime and not last year when Cam Newton sucked. Like, they want a guy that can run, is big, and is dynamic so that they can evolve with the NFL as now. They don't want to keep, you know, taking these quarterbacks that are all the same and just sit in the pocket. Watch them trade to get Jimmy Garoppolo back. They could. They watch. It's going to happen. I think that they're... I think a trade or a a free agent signing is a must. I don't think they want to draft a quarterback with the 15th pick. Yeah. But some names that you see. So so a couple of names. Jalen Phillips, the guy who sat out for Miami two years ago. Nobody could stop this guy. He was a sack machine. Yeah. Like, literally, I think he had, like, 20-something sacks. He is awesome, right? Um, What about Kyle Trask? Yeah, I mean, Trask is another one that could literally go in the first round. He could... At the end of the combine and all the players moving up, he could maybe even go in like the third. Like mm-hmm. he could be a guy that drops like in in previous years. There's a there's a bunch of question marks. It's only one mock draft one. Um, I think that there's a lot of what's gonna play. What I love about the NFL is is, yeah. is free agency happens first. Yep. So I don't really pay attention to too many mock drafts before free agency because. People sign players and then they don't draft that position because they just signed a player at that position. Right. Well, and you're going to, like you said. And I, they lose people at the at positions that they need. It, it's really, really hard to kind of get a feel for it. Yeah. You know, until you know the teams that fill their issues. Right. You know, and then you kind of you know, can go from there. But the other uh, the other names that I was thinking about, you know, Trave, uh ATN, Travis ATN. Mm-hmm. Another wide receiver that sat out a year was Rondell Moore. Yep. That dude was dominant as ever. He's going to fall. But ATN's probably the best wide probably the best running back in yeah. the country, mm-hmm. you know, when he's he, he's shown that he can do it. You know, the other one that I was really high on was uh shoot, the guy from um why am I blanking? <laughs> of course I'm blanking in the middle of the thing. Najee Harris. Yeah, on, on Alabama, mm-hmm. the, he is he's dominant as well. He's he's Derrick Henry 2.0. Yeah, you know he could do it all. He could catch out of the backfield. He can run you over. He can run around you. Yeah, like I, I think he's going to be a stud in the NFL. I think one other guy that's going to rise and possibly go in the first round because I think these corners Farley and Sertain are going to be taken high. I think mm-hmm. Sertain goes no does not go past ten. I think Farley doesn't go past twelve, and I think Asante Samuel Jr. is that third probably best mm-hmm. corner. Mm. And he was really good at, like, his dad at FSU. And he's going to be up there in the first round as well, I believe. So a lot of – this is another deep draft. Last year was a deep draft. This is a really good deep draft with a lot of top-heavy talent. And it's just 1.0, like we said. We got to get – you know, we probably won't review a mock draft till after free agency again. But just to, you know, take up uh, some content on this too. We are going to nail it, though, when it gets closer. Yeah, I think we will. Oh, yeah. But uh, next week, don't forget, or, or on Friday. Stop next, going to next week. Next it's this episode, I next meant. Next episode. On Friday, Guru, Guru Griff, Griff. On for to preview the Super Bowl and our, our $100 giveaway. Yeah. That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On Especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment... 
on any of my videos. I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to a thousand followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up The Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links 